today. I got chill bumps, goosebumps several times during the singing. That makes me happy. Uh, I'm really excited about the subject. I'm, I'm excited that it's Sunday. I'm really happy to be here with you. Sunday's my favorite day of the week. And really have enjoyed this week. Uh, there's a lot of ties. I'm wearing a tie. Looking my best. I called Craig a few years ago. I said, Brother Craig, I just finished a meeting and I baptized eight people and I never wore a tie. And he said, imagine how much good you'd have done if you'd have just wore a tie. <laughs> so I'm wearing my tie today. Uh, if you're visiting, we're thrilled you're here. We hope you enjoy the service. We want you to come be with us and worship with us at any time. There's a purpose to everything hang under heaven. There's a time for every season. You're very familiar with the wise man of old and the wisdom of his words. And so I want to think about that for a little while today. I want to think about what time is it. I want, to think, I want you to think about that individually. I want you to think about that congregationally. What time is it, not just in life, but what time is what time is it in this congregation here in Amarillo, Texas, March the 1st, 2020? Because the times of our lives change. I remember very distinctly as a young man, I would sit up on the front row of the church in little church building, Allison, Texas. And I remember at some point, I don't know the age, you know, eight, nine, maybe 10, I, I, it dawned on me, I ought to pay attention and in all honesty, I sat there in some of those ages and I busied myself in, in my mind just wondering. And, and from that point on, from that time in my life, I made an effort to really pay attention. I made a decision in my life. I'm going to try to open the Bible and there was no PowerPoint in those days and I'm going to be the first one to get to the verse when the preacher calls it out. And it was a change in my time, a change in my life. Later on, there came a time in my life, and I remember very distinctly where I was. I was traveling in Lubbock, Texas. I was going down 50th Street, and I crossed Indiana. And it dawned on me that it's time for me to study and learn. It was time for me to set and dedicate myself to the study of God's Word. And I had a realization why I don't exactly know why it was there and why I remember it, I don't know. But it dawned on me at that point in my life, it is time for you to dig into God's Word because there is a lifetime of study and I've got to start now. And I did. And there came a time in my life when I became a husband and that time changed my focus. There came a time when I became a father, and that changed my focus. I became evangelist later, and that changed my focus. Those were different times, you see. What time is it? One way to answer that question is, what time is it not? I'm not eight years old. Uh, those, those times are gone. And I can look at those things and say it's not ten years ago. Where were you ten years ago? Probably everyone here was at a very different place in their life. You were at a different time, but it's not 10 years ago. 
Because you cannot go back and look at those things and change. I can look at 10 years and go, boy, I changed this or I changed that. You can't do that because those times are gone and we can't change our past. In the book of 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning in verse 3, he says, For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. We look back and it's really easy to go, man, I would change this. And if I would go there again, I would do that. But it's not 10 years ago, and you can't change it. You can't do that. What time is it not? It's not 10 years from now, 2030. I'm getting to the age where I begin telling a few people, I think my wife's going to retire in about 8 or 10 years. And that seems like I shouldn't be able to say that, but I can and, but it ain't 10 years from now. It's not 2030, and I can't do anything about that, really. I can't make my wife speed through those years and retire. I, I don't plan on retiring. If you're in my line of work, you retire when they put you in a coffin, you know. But I can't do anything about those days, really. And the truth is, you don't know what's going to come in the future. You don't know what's going to happen, and you cannot know. The book of Mark, chapter 13, verse 32, But of that day and of that hour knoweth no man, know not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son of Man but the Father. Take ye heed. This is the admonition, because we don't know what's going to happen. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. You do not know and cannot know the future. Hard times may come. It seems to me you're in a golden age in this congregation. And this is not from a guy who lives here, but it's from a guy who visits here and and knows a good bit. It seems like you're in a golden age. Hard times may come. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 12, verse 5, has become one of my favorite verses. If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee, then how canst thou contend with horses? And if in the land of peace, wherein thou trusted, they wearied thee, then how wilt thou do in the swelling of Jordan? It's an interesting passage from Jeremiah. The, if you're having a hard time now when things are good, if you're weary now and you're tired now when things are easy, then how's it going to be when the horses come? And he describes the land of Jordan, a land of peace. And if you're tired living in this land of peace, if you're weary in this good church with good leadership and good things, if you're tired today, how's it going to be when the Jordan swells? And if I understand the passage of Scripture, the Jordan was prone to flooding. There would be flash floods, and those floods would tend to come at harvest time a lot of times, and the Jordan would swell, and a flood would come in a very quick way. And when those waters rose up along the brush and the scrub brush of the river Jordan, it would push out the animals, the lions, the bears, and they'd just go out into the countryside, and they wreaked havoc. And the idea is if you're tired and you're struggling in your life right now when things are good, how's it going to be when the trouble comes? 
Because the trouble may come. We don't know. The apostle said it this way to the elders at Ephesus, For I know this, after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in. I don't know. It, it could be next week that a wolf is going to enter in this church. A wolf in your life. A wolf in your family. What does that tell us? That we ought to prepare today. A wise man would prepare today for that time. Good times may come. Maybe even better times than we've had. In Genesis 41, verse 28, This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do, he showeth unto Pharaoh. Behold, there cometh seven years of great plenty. I'll tell you, there's not a farmer or a cattleman in the land who wouldn't like to hear it. Seven years of good rain. I'd say, hallelujah, praise God for that. I heard a preacher say one time, don't pray for rain. God will make it rain or God won't make it rain. I said, you're clearly not from the Texas panhandle, are you? Because we're going to pray for rain, my friend. What if the next seven years or ten years are a period of great plenty and great blessings from God? What if everything goes good in your life? What's that going to change? Well, it seems to me like we ought to make hay while the sun shines. We ought to use that time of blessing to Push the kingdom forward to push this church forward for you to move forward in your life. It seems like that would be a wise thing, but you know, we don't know what will come to pass and neither do you. We don't know if it'll be good or bad. What will likely change? Ecclesiastes says a time to be born, a time to die. In 10 years, people are going to be born and people are going to die. And you're expecting two or three kids in this congregation in the next few months. It's wonderful, isn't it? But I'll tell you the truth of it is there's going to be some gone too. Some of you will not be here. Maybe in one year, maybe in 10 years. And things are going to change. Will you be here? Will you be here? You know, news comes quickly. I want you to look at all these smiling faces. If your picture is on this screen, I stole your picture off Facebook. <laughs> if, if you don't like the picture, that, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should go through Facebook and remove the pictures of yourself you don't like, but... Look at these smiling faces. These are all people you know. They're not in this screen on any particular order. I just found these pictures and I put them up on the screen. These are people we all know. This is you. This is your wife, your husband, your son, daughter, your mother, father. And I'm going to tell you what's going to change in a few years is something terrible may happen. Someone get ill and... That'll make a hard time, won't it? That's going to change. And we cannot know what that will be, but it, life goes along and something happens and somebody else could vanish. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a hole there. 
Not only in some of you's lives, but I want to talk to you as a congregation. There's going to be a hole there, and there's going to be a void and a gap. And the one who we once had there, the talent and ability we once had there, the encouragement and the blessings from that person that was once there, there's going to be a hole. And time's going to roll on. And we might say, well, who will be next? Because the phone rings, and somebody says, car wreck. Or they say, cancer. And it, we get tired of it. We, we get tired of hearing those things and tired of feeling that way and tired of having those holes in the congregation. And, and who knows, was you expecting that? Who do you think will be next? Was you expecting that? No. We don't expect those things. We don't expect those changes. But what if in the next 10 years you bury an elder or a deacon? I'll tell you, that's going to change this church. And that's going to make a hole in this church. And that's going to affect every one of you along the way. I don't know what's going to change. I don't know who will be next. But I will tell you, changes are going to come. There's going to be pain and there's going to be heartaches. And your life's going to change. Your life's going to change. Will you be left? Will you be here? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, what will you do if there's a hole in your life, if there is a hole in your congregation, if there was someone here that you leaned on, if there was someone here that you relied on and that person is gone, what are you going to do? And those other people who relied on that individual, what will you do if this happens? Will you step up? If it looks like this in 10 years, will you step up? People say, well, if this happens, I'll step up. I'm going to tell you that's wrong. I'm going to tell you that's the wrong answer. It's a wrong statement. This is the right statement. Step up today, and you'll be ready if it happens. And so I intend for the next few minutes to pound this into your brain and to pound it into your heart. Step up today. Step up today. That's what time it is. So I want to talk about the rest of your time. Book of 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. Step up and use the rest of your time. And be wise with what you have, which is today. So my friend, that means step up today. I sat down with a couple just a few weeks ago, and I said, I know y'all do a lot for the church. I know there's a lot of burden on you. I know a lot of the things that go on in the church are on you. And I tell you what, this gentleman 
This brother in Christ does 99% of the teaching in his congregation because there's not other people to teach. And if things are going to happen, it's on him and his wife. And there's a tremendous amount of weight and burden on them for the church to function. And I looked those folks in the eyes and I said, I need more. I need you to step up. And I know you're going, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing a lot. We're carrying a load. You have today, and use today wisely. The book of Ecclesiastes, the wise men said, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. I'm going to tell you what I think it is today. It's a time for you to build up. It's a time for you to step up. It's a time for you to take on the challenges that are before you and grow and prosper. That's what time I believe it is. It's time for you to step up in your life today. And I want you to think about wherever you're at in your life and whatever your position is in life, step it up just a little bit. Because you'll be ready if these hard times come. James chapter 4, verse 13. Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we'll go into such a city. Continue there a year. Buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. How many times have you heard this verse quoted, preached on thousands upon thousands of times? I want to look at it a little differently today. If you're here today and you're 17 or younger, if you are 17 or younger, I want you to stand up. It's okay. Your parents are not going to get on you. You can stand up. 17 or younger. Now, let's just assume for a minute that there's a zombie apocalypse tonight, and all the parents, the zombies get them, and the only people left tomorrow are you people, 17 and under. I need you to step up. I need you to think about stepping up. I'll ask you a question. If all the adults are gone, who's going to preach next Sunday? One of you men? Step up. Who's going to fix the communion bread? One of you ladies, will you step up? I know you're young. It doesn't matter when you're young, you can still step up. You can think about Godly things, and you can use your talents and abilities. And I'm going to tell you, whether you're young or old, I want to encourage you to step up for this church, for your family, for your life. It'll be a blessing. Okay, you can sit down now. Thank you. The book of Ephesians chapter 5, beginning of verse 16. I like the ESV in this. I'm not a big ESV fan, so, uh, but I do like the, the passage in the ESV. He says, making the best use of the time. Because their days are evil. If you're here today and you're a college student, I'm going to ask you to stand up. You're in college. College kids are strapped for time. A lot on your plate, I know. A lot of classes to go to and homework and all those things. I'm going to ask you as a college student, step up. Step up today. You're young and you have energy and you have talent and you're at the beginning of life in a lot of ways. Make the best use of your time and include Jesus in your time. Include God in your time. Include study and prayer and good works to other people. Include that in your time. I ask you today to step up. You're good people. Sit down. Proverbs 16, verse 3, Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. 
If you're middle-aged today, I want you to step up. We're going to see who thinks they're middle-aged and who thinks they're old. If you're middle-aged today, step up. Ty, Ty. What do you think you want? What do you want to leave for your kids? What kind of church do you want to leave them? Because we're marching toward the grave. I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm nearly 50. I'll tell you what that makes you think. I got maybe 20 years. Holy cow, that happened fast. But if you'll think about what you want and you commit your works to the Lord, what you think can happen. If you make a choice and a decision today that in 10 years we want a new church building, a bigger church building, we don't want to be in this little church building, you can do that if you'll commit your thoughts to that. You can make choices and decisions today to dedicate your children to God, to see them nurtured and admonished and grow up to someday be elders and deacons and evangelists and their wives. I ask you today, step up. Step up today because you're in a golden age. That's wonderful. You can sit down. Psalms 90, beginning in verse 12, he says, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. If you're older today, I'd ask you to stand up. If you can, if it it hurts you or something to stand up, don't stand up. That's okay. Well, see, I don't think of you folks as old. And I know you've got experience and you've seen, you've seen it, you've been through it, all those kinds of things, but we need to number our days. I don't know how much time we got left. Maybe it's less than some of these other people. Maybe it's not. But you have time and you have wisdom and you take and step up today and use what you have while you have it. Because I'll tell you, I've had a change in my life. I've had a change of thought. You can sit down now. Thank you very much. I ask you to step up. It dawned on me not long ago, I was out feeding cows and it was a really cold day and it was snowing and I had a shovel and I was scooping the snow out of the cow troughs and it was just a bad day and I just thought, I wish I was at the house. And for whatever reason, I I thought a good friend of mine's in the nursing home and he would give anything to be out there, you know. He would love to be where I'm at. And I've tried to change my thinking. I get to. I get to do these things. You get to be here. There may be a day coming when I'm in the nursing home and I can't be here. There may be a day coming when I can't walk. I'm in a wheelchair. There may be a day coming where I can't think or remember. Step up today. Do it today. Talk to somebody today. Ask somebody to church today. Study with someone today. Apply our hearts to wisdom, you see. It's time to step up. You only have today. You can't do anything yesterday, and you can't do anything tomorrow, but you can do it today. So I beg you, brethren, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, young people and old, step up today. Work today and use your strength today for the church. What will win the battle for this church? It's very simple. What gets more time and effort? That's what's going to win the battle for this church. More time and effort. Whatever gets more time and effort is going to win. If it's work and it's world and it's hobby, then the church is going to be left out. So will you be the one who tips the scales? 
Will you be the person today who steps up and makes a difference today? What time is it? What time is it in your life? Only you can answer that. In the book of John, chapter 9, verse 4, he said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Step up today. I'm going to ask you to get your songbooks out. We're going to sing this song. We do this every Sunday. It is very easy for it to get ho-hum and meaningless. I'm going to ask you to do it different. I'm going to ask you to step up at the invitation today. Think about your life today. Think about what needs to be changed and how you need to step up. While we're singing this song, I want you thinking today how I could be more, more helpful, more knowledgeable, more useful and I want you to think about a way you can step up. And maybe it is that during these thoughts, during this song, you realize one thing I could do to step up is come and ask for help. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you could step up today by coming forward today and obeying the gospel, becoming Christian and start to living that life. Maybe you can step up in that way. Maybe there's things in your life today that you've just been lazy and not put effort to and not tried. I'm going to tell you today, change Repent of that today and step up today because it's time. It's now is the time to step up and be what God would have you to be. So I ask you to step forward as we stand and sing.